Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. Welcome everyone to the Hot Best of Awesomeness podcast. I am your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, and I am here with the fabulous Amanda Gabato. Oh, Amanda. I'm a little, I'm a little schwitzy. And so, I, and I recognize, and I say this, I, this happens every time and I'm so happy about it. It is the warm glow that I feel sets the tone for a really great podcast episode. So if this that's going on here in my armpit area is an indication of how great this is going to be. Whew, we're in for a good one. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast for your second episode. So if you are, have not been a longstanding listener of the podcast, so Amanda was on episode 16, which is feels like two fucking lifetimes ago. Oh, it was my God. And so much has changed, not just, yes, okay, out in the world, two years, it's been crazy two years, and you, you just bl- like turn your head and someone else is going to talk about how much has changed in the past two years. But I, I want but <laughs> I really, I want to dive into <laughs> not just the change, but your evolution of self and we're even going to talk a little bit about you having gone back and listened to that episode and then what came up from that. But before I dive into that, let me introduce you to the rest of the Hot Mess to Awesomeness audience. So um, Amanda Cabado is my longtime friend. She's also known as the intuitive digital unicorn, (laughs) known as Digital Girl. She's a mom of two teens and a passionate, heartfelt small business coach, consultant, and strategist. She guides small business owners to feel connected, clear, and confident in their branding, marketing, messaging, and online presence so that they can attract and connect with their aligned clients while feeling lit up, serving their purpose and making a lasting impact. Yes, fucking please. So I find it fascinating that that is your current bio. Of course, evolution that has changed over time. But the moment, the day that I met you, that is exactly what you did for me. And we were on a, hey, we want to know each other coffee date. And you sparked something in me that helped me to feel more aligned and lit up in my own world. I think I was asking you about how to separate my creative work from my coaching work. And you looked at me, you're like, why would you do that? I don't, I don't understand that. And I went, what? And so when we explored that, it was like firecrackers went off in my head and it really changed the trajectory of my business. So I love that. That's where you find yourself still. And that is really what you're doing to Um, support women, business entrepreneurs, whomever who like me could use a little nudge, a little perspective shift and help us align to our own awesomeness. So thank you for being you. My pleasure. Yeah. It's interesting (laughs) because we, as human beings, as entrepreneurs, we live in our own little world with our blinders on often, right? We, we have these moments where we remove them, but it's very hard to swoop out and see the big picture, to be able to see all the moving parts and understand how they come together to create 
the awesome Dion, right? And that is one of my gifts is being able to listen and then be able to make sense of everything that's going on and to help people gain clarity. And it just lights me up like a firecracker. So I'm glad it does the same thing for you. (laughs) Yes, yes to all those things. And you know, I've been thinking a lot about the entrepreneurial journey and you know, surrounding ourselves with brilliant communities. So I'm very fortunate to have you, the Femme City community, as well as a variety of other networking communities, and then communities that have grown off of that. And it, there's a lot of insight and connection and value that's gained from that. And yet there's still those moments of like, what the fuck am I doing? And how am I going to make this work? And am I doing something? Because there a thousand people will tell you how to do it. And then of course, coaches like yourself are going to help someone align with truly what makes sense to them. And I think that's so crucial because I I can listen to all the gurus or all the coaches or all the people to say, you know, this is the frequency, this is the algorithm, this is the plan, this is the steps, this is the whatever. And I could do those things and it, I, I, maybe I'm doing those things well, but it's still not right for me. And so then I feel off and then perhaps I'm not connecting with my audience effectively because I'm missing the mark, even though I'm following these instructions to the letter. So I I am just so happy that with your vision and your perspective and your experience as a serial entrepreneur, you've done a variety of things and blended and fine-tuned and aligned yourself. And even more recently started to shed certain things so that you can be in true, true alignment. I think that's a crucial element in the entrepreneurial journey to attract in people who can help you to see where you are lit up and how your best self is showing up so that you are attracting the right people. And I think, was the post, maybe was it I may have seen it today or maybe yesterday and you had talked about it's not quantity, it's quality. And it's really about making those deep, deep connections in a true authentic way. And it it just, that really speaks to me. So thank you. Like this could just be the fucking blow up Amanda show if you want, because I could talk about how awesome you are all goddamn day. It's not about how awesome I am. It's how awesome we all are as our own unique selves. And when we come together as a collective and you mentioned something about following the steps, right? There, we all wish that there was this magic recipe. And I actually have a, a client who I bring a magic wand and I often don't go to the basement to dig out my real magic wand. So I bring up like my Norwax duster cloth thing and I pretend <laughs> it's a magic wand. But we all wish we had this magic wand or somebody had a magic wand for us to wave it and make it all happen. And mm-hmm. the reality is, because we bring our uniqueness, Dion, to the table. That's why those rinse and repeat recipes don't work. It does take either you having the ability to do it for yourself, which is very hard for me as well, or you bring somebody along for the ride, bring somebody along for the journey that can help you see the things that you're not seeing. Right. And my mantra up, up here, I have two of your sayings. So you do you, that's my like Mm -hmm. lifelong mantra, right? And Mm -hmm. that's so important that we embrace who we are and that we understand what makes us unique and celebrate that. Mm -hmm. And then the other one 
is love who you are, right? So, and, and I need this reminder too, hence it's up here. And I, <laughs> I coach myself to point to it all the time because I need the reminder too, right? right? When we truly embrace who we are and we love who we are and we understand the uniqueness that makes us us because we are all unique unicorns, let's face it, right? In our right. own way. Yes. Um, we bring that unique value to the table and then we can help to transform other individuals or support other people or whatever mm-hmm. it is we do in, in business. And I think another aspect of that, and when you're talking about transforming and even coaching yourself and those reminders that we bring into our lives, you know, the, the, for me, the art, the, the post-its with the mantras on it and things in my life that speak to me it's you'd said something before we hit record and I was like "Uh uh-huh that that's some truth right there and because we're talking about the hot mess moments you know and the starting point of where we're going to what we're going to share today on the podcast and what did you say about I said my life is always a hot mess is that what you're referring to (laughs) yes and I think that it's it it can sometimes feel like one hot mess after the other, because guess what? It is Hmm. because uncertainty, you could easily reframe it as hot mess because Mm -hmm. you don't have control over every outcome, over every parameter, clearly not over the other people. And so with that uncertainty can come confusion, frustration. And for those of us I want to say recovering control freak, uh, someone who is learning to trust more and control a little less, the hot messness just sort of exists. And what I think is phenomenal and what I've observed through you and how you support others and what you are really emanating out into the world is, yeah, okay, yes, this entire existence might be a hot mess. And that does not negate, it actually amplifies my awesomeness. And I wanted to talk to you specifically about how you have been continuing to personally and professionally thrive while encouraging others to do the same. And every moment of it was a hot mess is a hot mess. So the, my experience with you as my friend, as a coach, as someone who I lean on and gravitate to and look to it's been phenomenal to see, not to say that I've enjoyed watching you like in not so great places, but it has been an honor to be present as you were working through that and turning to the people and these supports. And so that's really what I wanted to tap into was what has it been like for you? What have you continued to turn to the, you do you those pieces and perhaps some larger elements that have allowed you to maintain that perspective? Like, yeah, okay. My life's a fucking hot mess and I'm awesome. So let's do this. Do tell, because I'm fascinated by what I've been observing. And I'd love to know more about how you felt and, and what that was like for you and, and perhaps a little bit what the listeners may be able to tap into so that they could perhaps take some of that in for themselves. Yes. 
Oh, where do I start? So I want to share a little story. Last week, <laughs> I was getting ready for bed and my Voxer went ping. And that's my app that I use to stay in touch with my VIP coaching clients. And I have my boundaries, right? And so if it goes ping and I'm not in a place where I can answer, I don't. I want to be very clear about that. But I was in a moment where I was like, oh, I'm curious about what this person's about to say, right? Well, it was a question for me. She said, Amanda, I just need to understand. I need to know what is the magic sauce that is you have embraced to be able to balance all the things, to be able to live the roller coaster ride that is entrepreneur land, entrepreneurship, whatever you want to call it, and do it with such grace and and be you. And I, I giggled like at first I, so this is on Vox where you get the real me. I don't, you know, edit myself out. I just hit go and I, you start hearing me. Right. Because I believe that's when the authentic goodness comes through. And the first answer was, well, I, I smile through everything. And that's the honest truth. I've done that all my life, even in the most awkward moments. Right. And that's a comfort for me, I think. But it's more than that. It's deeper than that in that my go-to is to find I'm a seeker and I seek for positive opportunities, experiences, things that I can highlight as being positive or a positive outcome. And when I focus on that and listen, I'm not negating the yucky stuff. Trust me, I feel into it. That's important. However, positivity just lights me up. Like I'm sure it does many, most of you. And when I focus on that and I smile, my energy shifts. And mm. then I continued to talk. And the next thing out of my mouth was, and if I'm being honest, it's all about my core values. Right. And so when we feel deeply connected to our core values. And what does that mean? That means that we don't just create them and then walk away and yay, I created my core values. Yay me, right? <laughs> it's about connecting to them on a regular basis and about not only reminding ourselves of what they are, but taking those opportunities to pause and how do I say this? Explore them at the level that you're at in that moment, because we are evolving as human beings. We are constantly evolving, constantly changing new perspectives, new experiences, new opportunities, and our core values will help guide us through those in unique and different ways every single moment, every single time. And so for me, it's about tapping back into those core values on a very regular basis. And those are what light me up for how I show up as and shine as my unique, authentic self. And they give me comfort, true mm -hmm. comfort. And when I sit down, Dion, to do the deep core value work that I do, I would say two to three times a year I do. I feel like a brand new person after coming through it, probably because I am, right? But it, it feels so <laughs> darn good. It just feels yeah. so darn good. I, I just want to comment on that quickly as a, another lover of the core value experience and mm -hmm. the magic that comes when you revisit them and re-engage with the process. The, your core values, although they may look different on the outset, as you had said, we are all evolving, perspectives are shifting, we are aging, we are learning, we are gaining wisdom, the world is changing around us simultaneously. So the core value of, let's say, love is going to manifest differently as we evolve. And 
what I find fascinating and what you had said about it being like a comfort space of like, oh, we spend so much of our life doing and, and interacting and engaging with others and other environments. And oftentimes we can find ourselves slipping into patterns that perhaps were not necessarily created through our own core values, but we, we're doing work. We go out there and we do the work. And often we start to feel a disconnect. We can feel pulled away from ourselves. We can feel a little emptiness, a little like, oh, why am I doing? Well, how did I end up here? What's going on with this? This relationship is not what I thought it was. And then when we tap back in to what we knew maybe six months ago, but we tap back in, we go, oh, that feels juicy because it's you. And you are (laughs) instantly brought back to that place of like, that's what I love that. Oh, that feels good. I want to wear, I want it on me. Like I want that. (laughs) And we have some choices at that point, right? So we can either look at the situations we're in and recognize where we are not in alignment with our values and, and, and walk away, or we can do the work to perhaps change the situation itself. We can have conversations, sometimes challenging, sometimes perhaps a little easier. We can change the dynamics. We can start exercising boundaries again, we can do those pieces. So tell me what that was like for you as you do that. And please go on and continue to talk about what you had shared with your client. But I also am very interested in that, you know, what comes next after you do the reconnect with your values? What do you then, what is the next right thing after that? Well, there's never a right and a wrong. <laughs> it just is, right? It's way I believe what's meant to unfold after that. But yes, great question. So after I do that deep dive, they stay. So I have them in a little folder over, over, over here. You can't see it. They eventually go to live there until my next deep dive, unless I need to revisit them. But I keep, I keep them at the forefront and I Mm -hmm. actively find ways to bring those core values into my, my world. So one example might be that I create a social media post because, you know, I'm on social media all the time, right. And share from that moment, my perspective on my, and I may not say this is my core value, right. But it's about finding ways to bring it into conversation. You know, me, I'm a deep, I love my deep, juicy conversation. So (laughs) call up a friend like Dion that I can get into a deep, juicy conversation with and, and take that deep dive create a social media post that then has people reaching out to me and have those juicy deep dive conversations. And in that deep dive, I also talk to myself or write down for myself examples of how I can embody at a different, in a different way, at a deeper level, those core values for myself, given my current framework, if you will. Brilliant. Love that. Love that. I'm obviously a huge fan of reflective practice, which is that idea of embodiment, visualization, emotional connection, and, and extension out to vision boards or, or mantras or art pieces. And to be honest, I think that everything in your home should tap into some energetic piece that you're choosing. And an activity I do with some clients is I have them walk around their house and look at the, all the book spines, all the art, their music playlists, their video selections on Netflix and go, is consciously, are you choosing every single one of those pieces? And do you want more of that in your life? Because when you walk by it unconsciously, you're going to tap into the energy, the content, the meaning that you've attributed to it. 
whenever that was? And is it still in alignment with what you want more of? So I love the, as you are, you know, you're writing or you're connecting or you're keeping it into the forefront, but you're also amplifying that by bringing it to life in conversation in your, the work that you do. I think it doesn't matter whether you are a social media person, but even just in the next conversation you have with another person, tap into that core value for yourself and, and then just allow whatever flows through you to flow through. And it, in my experience, you get more of that brought back to you. It ample, like it multiplies and returns. And so those people who are like, Ooh, she's speaking my language are drawn <laughs> to you. Just love that. So thank you for that, that technique or strategy, but that, that piece that you do, because I think that anybody could do that. I mean, you, you can, well, I'll, give I'll you send us somebody. Yeah. Of how I do it in my personal life as a mom. Mm. Right. So one of the, we, if we rewind or not rewind, but go back to the beginning where you say, what's your hot mess or whatever. So one of my current hot mess situations is that I'm a mom of two teens. Okay. Enough said. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> enough said. I won't get into too many details for the sake of my teen's privacy. But recently I found myself in a situation with, with one of my kids and the core value of respect, <laughs> which is one of like the top, top ones in my world <laughs> came to the surface. And after the heated moment and probably 24 hours, I came back to them and I, I actually said, listen, I need to share with you a little bit more about what happened and why it's not sitting well with me. And they actually know that respect is pretty huge in my world. So I said, you know how one of my main core values is respect. Well, when this happened, this is how I felt and here's it, right? So exploring it with that person, if there's a relationship and a personal situation, to bring them into your world and mm -hmm. to help them understand why that core value is so uh, meaningful to you and mm -hmm. perhaps what you need from others, what you, how you need to show up for yourself in order to feel in alignment. Oh, that's so brilliant. And such an important piece inside that is walking through with another person, again, depending on relationship and how much you want to invest in mm -hmm. the, the restructuring or the realignment of that relationship mm -hmm. is what does respect mean to me? Because of course the English language is a lovely thing uh -huh. and it's so fucked up and, and truly meaning like yes. in your gut, how you feel, what transpires meaning uh, is completely different. So your respect and my respect are going to manifest differently. And so therefore that, that boundary will be crossed differently. And so being able to communicate, oh, so you know, that respect is one of my hot ones. Yeah. Okay. And this is how that plays out here. This is what this experience is for me and how I felt and what that meant and what I would have liked to see. I mean, there's all kinds of other parenting lines. I'm sure you threw in there, but uh, the in the work with values, you know, as you said, you can do it and then walk away from it. It's not going to serve you. It's kind of like, I believe with a vision board, you can make it, but it still requires that you have some engagement, that you have some Absolutely. mental attunement to it. And so you can set up your core values. You can do the work and be like, there they are, aren't they nice? And then walk away, but really understanding what they mean for you and how they show up in your life, how misalignment 
of with those core values, what that actually looks like. So you can better identify it and then know where you're at, know why you're fucking pissed, know why you just went sideways and go, oh, there's a misalignment of values here. Not that person's an asshole. I mean, I suppose that could be part of it. However, in order to get to a conclusion for yourself where you feel that your vibration goes back up, that you feel like you're back in alignment with your own values, it's important to know where the disconnection points are so that you can do the work to rectify that for yourself. Because at the end of the day, knowing nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody's going to walk around and go, I'm out of alignment with your values. Let me fix that for you. It's not how it works. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. It's our responsibility to communicate. Communicate is so important. Communication is so important. So is there anything more to that conversation, that boxer conversation that you shared with your client that we, you want to share with us? No, I don't, I don't think so. Really. It was just the point that, you know, by being connected to my core values and for always looking for that ray of sunshine, if you will. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And because I do believe even in the most terrible of situations that there are, there's good that can come from that. And it's about either creating that opportunity for yourself in that moment or Mm -hmm. looking for that ray of ray of sunshine. And yeah, I, I appreciate that deeply. I would consider myself more of a optimist type person. And I want to be super clear and you already touched on this, but I want to just amplify this a little bit. This has nothing to do with rose colored glasses or fucking silver linings. No, this isn't about negating how shitty things are, are not about negating injustice or intolerance or anything of that nature. What I believe and what I've experienced with you is it's about being able to be in that moment and recognize that it does not define you. It is not your forever. And because you have trust and faith and a belief that you have the capacity within you to move through this. And when it comes to a lot of negative emotions, you have to move through them in order for them to be processed. You have to manage grief. You have to take responsibility and you have to trust yourself to come out on the other side. That's where my smile comes from knowing that I have, I can do those things and things will get better. They will, because that's the work, right? (laughs) Right? And so the smile, it isn't about put a smile on my face and everything's great. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's about being like, I am present. I am dealing, I'm managing, and I have resources. I have, you know, the foundation, I think for you as well as myself, the self-care practices. Those are the pieces that can sometimes get missed when it's like, just put a positive face on things. No, go back and fucking do the work so that you can be grounded and feel um, whole, nourished, rested. All of these pieces are what makes it possible to be able to look at a hot mess and go, well, fuck that sucks. Ben. Okay, here we go. Would you- and Reminding yourself, I've got this. Right. I've got this, this too yes. shall pass. And I've got this because you are strong. And why are you strong? Because you're connected to your foundation and what's your foundation. It's your core values at right. Right. At its core. Absolutely. So core values, tell me a little bit of, because I know you have a beautiful 
and sort of web of self-care practices, maybe just highlight a few of those. Cause again, it's not just about I'm great and I do this and I have a brave face and I manage all the things because it, there's so much more duck on water type stuff going on. So maybe just highlight for us a little bit of how you maintain yourself so that you can manage through the, the hot mess moments. I'm very much, as you know, Dion, a flow person and I get bored easily. So I need to address that. So I have a big toolkit <laughs> and actually thanks to you <laughs> in one of our sessions together, you reminded me that like, I don't have to have step one, two, three, four, five, and this is what I follow every single day. I can have my big, I think of it as a Santa sack, right? A big <laughs> Santa sack full of amazing tools that can support you and or, yeah, me. And it's about discerning in that moment what I need. So the first step for me is to pause and stop, which is very hard for Amanda to do <laughs> because I'm constantly, my brain, my everything, I'm just on the, I'm doing things all the time, but it's slowing down and pausing and even having a brief reflective moment as to why I'm feeling what I'm feeling or what do I need in this moment? As far as specific tools, I would, my, my most favorite one is meditation. And I, I honestly can't believe I'm saying that here, saying that now, because if you had spoken to me a number of years ago, I'm not even sure I understood what meditation really was, right? Like I had that judgy view of what it, what it, right. And it's not, it doesn't have to be that you can make meditation work for you. I'm a true believer in that, that there are many ways of, of doing it. And so using various apps that keep the Amanda gets bored easily, um, satisfied, right. Mm -hmm. So switching meditation apps. I do my own internal meditation as well, but I really do love the guided experience and opportunity too. So I'd say that was that that's one of my most favorite mm -hmm. things to to care for myself. And I love to walk, right? So mm -hmm. movement's a huge piece of being able to, you mentioned it, you know, we have to move these things through us. Otherwise they get stuck. Yeah. So I love walking. And I mix it up between walking and being fully present in the moment and walking and listening to my favorite podcasts like yours, <laughs> because I do like to walk and listen. It's, you know, there's, it, it's a great opportunity to tap into something that brings me joy and, and move my body at the same time. Mm -hmm. Just a, this is complete tangent. There's a book called spark by John Rady, and it's a about movement in relation to uh, brain function. And I mean, there are ample studies in books about that, but I didn't yes. really enjoy that particular book because it was for the everyday person, but it did talk about movement and mental health and movement and learning and movement and growth and development. And so even just the act of walking while you are processing or integrating. So whether you're listening to something or you're listening to yourself, the movement amplifies the, the capacity of your brain to do that work. It actually generates all the energy and molecules. And I, I, you can call me, I'll tell you all about science and it, it changes things for you. So I love that you have incorporated that and you, it is one of the most simple things. So meditation and walking, is there anything else that is in the tool bag that you're like, these are my, this is one of my go-tos. Music. Music. So again, it's not just about actively listening to music for me. It's about singing. I love to sing. And so you will see me driving down in my car and singing. And in our dance party, the two of us, I was mouthing the words because I knew if I started singing, it would mess up the, the sound on, on Zoom, right? 
but I will. And if you paid attention to what I was mouthing, I don't know all the words, <laughs> but that doesn't matter. Right. It's about, nope. and that's a really great analogy of like, we put ourselves through the motions as long as we're like, I'm using my voice, I'm singing. It doesn't really matter mm -hmm. if I know all the words, my family laughs at me. I don't really care. And you know, it, it's all good, but yeah, music and singing so that I can use my voice, um, my throat chakra. So I actually wear a crystal, which is another one of my favorite things. This mm -hmm. is a uh, sodalite, blue sodalite for my throat chakra. And so singing helps me to continue to use my voice and to amplify. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. That really speaks to me. You may know my husband is a musician. Mm -hmm. And before I met him, I dated a varying degree of musicians going all the way down to deep music lover. That's kind of where I started. And then they started to change into people who played instruments, who did it sort of casually and then into professionally. And then I met him and went, Oh, there it is. I've been just working my way up to you. The, I love it. Yeah. Music is a big part of my personal experience as well, which is of course why there's a dance party before we mm -hmm. hit record for every one of these episodes. It has a, a transcendence experience you, you really can do a lot with yourself inside that whatever the music is for you and some of my guests dance some don't some sing some don't and ultimately it's still a unique experience that means something to them so thank you for including that I that that's like yes please I want I want all the music I want to amplify all of that beautiful so we have meditation we have movement we have singing music walking fuck awesome and this happened with another guest and i'm just going to highlight it again because i think it's worth repeating many many times in the deepest darkest of hot mess moments the simple practices it's the simple grounding experiences that make it possible for you to do what you need to do is that something that you have noticed is that something that is that true for you? Yes, we, and we actually, this is a great segue. We actually talked about that in episode 16, when I was a guest the last time on your podcast, because we had just kind of entered into the pandemic. And we talked about the fact that, you know, we were all just kind of deer in headlights. What on earth are we doing? Help, help, help. And in that moment, I talked about going back to basics right? And going back to basics, when you find yourself in that hot mess, whether it's a situation that's you're just feeling, or whether it's a circumstance that ha you have found yourself in crisis mode, what whatever you connect to that moment, it's about bringing yourself back to basics. So for me, here's another one. For me, the basic is breathing. I forget mm -hmm. to breathe, Dion. <laughs> Do you? Yep. Do you find 100%. yourself, you yourself like, and go, oh my gosh, like I haven't. Yeah. Right. Yes. We, we do it because thank goodness it's something that we don't have to think about and we just breathe, but we're not breathing deeply <laughs> most mm -hmm. of the time. Being consciously aware of our breath helps us to then be aware of our body and to slow ourselves down. And I mean, you know, all the science involved with breathing and brain and all the things, <laughs> right? So yeah, bringing it back to basics with your breath would be where mm -hmm. I would start. I love that we came full circle two years later, and it really is that beautiful reminder that 
it's the, it is the simple things. And no matter how you evolve or what happens or the level of pandemic or crisis that's happening, it's so crucial. And you have it within you to breathe, to move and to just be present. And if you then find enough energy to sort out your values, make that grounding connection to what matters most to you. And then you can deepen it and go And what does that look, sound, feel like for me? And what do I want more of? And what does it look like when it's not? And what could I do differently? Like these are simple strategies that don't have to be done in all in one sitting, although they can be, they can be something you can lean into. You can practice, you can definitely tap into with community and do this work together. Now, you recently launched a podcast. I did. Which, which I'm pretty pumped about. And I know at the core of your work is a deep, deep community of brilliant fucking people. And I know that in your podcast, it is you are highlighting and fine tuning, or sorry, and aligning with those unicorn spark light up moments. And do you dive into some of those grounding pieces? Do you share these nuggets of wisdom with your audience on your podcast that is specifically geared towards entrepreneurs, heart-led entrepreneurs? Heart-led entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's a great question. So full transparency. I have five episodes out, Dion. We're not like as of this moment journey just yet. Right. So, and I will say in every single one of those episodes, the answer is yes. Right. Because I really, I'm sure that I will put out an episode that is very, you know, tech oriented and we, you know, kind of dive into some, that type of thing. But at my core, to your point is very much that heart-led experience and personal growth, personal development, how we show up for ourselves, whether we're the face of our brand or not, we are the person that started our business. We are at the core, at the heart of our, of our business. And so talking about, I actually have the list of the five, because in these moments, I forget, like if you were to ask me, oh, what have you talked about? I'd be like, but core values. Oh, look mm-hmm. at that. That was my first episode. It was about core values. Um, talking about guiding words. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know you're all about the words because you're beautiful hand lettering, right? <laughs> and so we talk about that believing in yourself. So the first five episodes are actually all very geared towards personal personal development and growth and your connection to yourself, because mm-hmm. that for me is where it begins. You know, if we don't have some of those things in place, it's not that we can't move forward in business, but it it becomes a little bit harder. And that's when that imposter syndrome comes in. However, however, I need to say I get imposter syndrome to this day. And we talked about it before going on here on the, on the podcast. And I'd like to share with you the moment that I had today, this morning, right before we went on. Because it's not to say that like we have it all together and, uh, you know, we do this work and we have the personal growth and then we're, oh, and everything's great. It's Mm -hmm. not how it works, right? We're human beings. And as we evolve, new things come into our world. We feel certain things and then we find ourselves going through the motions again, right? So today I, here's what happened. 
I took, I was about to take my daughter to school and I, it occurred to me, I thought, oh, I, I don't really remember two years ago what we talked about on that podcast. So I better listen to it because I would hate to bore your listeners and talk about all the same stuff, right? And <laughs> no, I trust, I also, in, in that moment, I'm like, but I trust Dion, right? And I know that Dion's going to guide me so that I won't, I don't go down that path of rinse and repeat, but I better listen to it just so that I, you know, know, and it's kind of fun to listen to something from two years ago to see what has changed, et cetera. Okay. So I'm driving along and I'm listening to my podcast and I had imposter syndrome about myself. I'm listening to myself talk and I'm thinking in my head, the thought process that's going through my head is, well, like, is that really me? I said those things. Damn, I'm good. Like this is, and wow, Dion, like props to Dion. She pulled that out of me. This is amazing. Well, I can't possibly do that today. There's like, there's no way, like I can't. And, and, you know, I legit had those self doubt little snippets. Now I have grown in two years. And even two years ago, I would have been able to walk myself through that and gotten out of that little, it wouldn't, I wouldn't stay there. Right. But it's, you know, okay. First thing, Amanda, you have your own podcast. Now, if you can have your own podcast, you certainly can be a guest. Amanda, you've been on how many podcasts, other people's podcasts between now and then, and you've done a great job. So why can't you do it again this morning? Like Amanda, you've got this, you've got Mm -hmm. this. You're awesome. You do you and trust the journey, trust the experience and it will unfold. So here we are. (laughs) Well, I, I want to highlight how valuable that conversation is with yourself. And I, I think the misnomer is that someone who is doing well, doesn't need to then hear those things anymore. Doesn't need, I shouldn't need to pump my own tire. No, that's how that works. I too, with you, I have massive shift in my business recently the changed how, what I do, all the things. And this past week alone, I have been going, I don't know if I'm as good as I was. I don't know if I can create the things that I did before again. And they would be of any, like those things keep coming up. And like you, it's like, okay, yes, I've built some tools and some ways to move through that a little bit faster than perhaps two, three, four years ago. And that's great. And it is still necessary that we go back to the basics. We, we do the breath work. We take the moment. Ideally, we maybe eat some nutritious food. We drink some water. We recalibrate our body and we, okay, Tion, you've got this. You've got this. You've got this. Even if you have no idea what you're fucking doing, you've got this. I I need to share. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Okay. So a number of years ago, it was one of my first speaking on stage experiences and I was terrified and I had spoken to somebody leading up to that moment. And they had said, Amanda, here's what you need to do. And I have done it ever since, even when I'm just speaking like on zoom in front of whatever. So go in, go in inward, jump up and down, look up, connect with your higher self and get yourself Mm. in that high vibration. So that's what I did today before coming on here. Right. I sang after I listened to the, (laughs) I sang, I jumped up and down. I shook the energy through my body. And I reminded myself that you've got this. Yes. Yes. Freaking love it. I am so grateful for our, our friendship, for our working relationship, 
I am grateful on behalf of all of the people who get to have you in their world. And I speak for all of us. I'm just going to do that. I'm going to speak for all of us and say thank you for continuing to show up through the hot mess and with the most authentic unicorn self that you are, you are a, a guiding light for so many people. And, and, and I love you and I love this. And I'm thank you for being with me today. I know that we kind of went wherever we were going to go today. And I, you know, I had some ideas of what I wanted to, to tease out. And I'm thank you for highlighting the supreme importance of recognizing your core values and then doing the work with it and highlighting the simple back to basic strategies that are so crucial to keep you grounded and capable of just being present through each hot mess, giving yourself the capacity to make decisions that are in alignment with what it is that you want more of. It's just so, it's just so woven together. So thank you for highlighting both of those pieces. Is there anything that you would love to share with the listeners today or would like them to walk away with? Oh, what a juicy question, Dion. Amanda the percolator just has to percolate for a moment. There's always, there's always so much I want to share. And it's just about in this moment connected to where we've come, what I want people to. Um, be kind to yourself. Mm. Be kind to yourself. Love yourself first. And interestingly, in a meeting that you and I were on this week, a concept came up and it's something that I live by, which is, so we hear about the concept of filling your bucket, mm -hmm. right? And so it, for me, it's not so much about filling. Yes. It's about filling my bucket with all the things that bring me joy and fill me up, et cetera, but we can only give when our buckets overflowing, Absolutely. right? So somebody on our meeting had mentioned it. If you look at it like a teacup and a saucer, right. And mm -hmm. we give from the saucer, not from the teacup. Yes. And I'm like, yes, that's a beautiful, that's a much more beautiful thing than a bucket. Yeah. So just be kind to yourself and, and through that kindness, really embrace what, what, you are all about, which takes mm. you back to your core values and what's important to you. Yeah. And remember that and give from your overflowing saucer. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, thank you. And you know, just to add to that, when you do that, when your only job is to fill your cup in to the overflowing point, those of us on the other side get to be a part of that process. And it does give us permission to do the same. So unlike the constant need or feeling like I have to go get from others in order to be happy, or I have to, you know, make others happy crap, it's, oh, so if I just focus on me and how fucking awesome I am and what lights me up, I will then, the ripple effect is that they will also do the same. My children, my family, my coworkers, my clients, all of these people in our lives benefit simply from us turning our attention inward and going, what is best for me? <laughs> so what, and I, I think that is at its core, what awesomeness is all about. And what we had spoken about really with this idea of flourishing to speak of the whole positive psychology end of things, which I'm, you know, I can geek out about that all day. It's it, that's at what it really means is about turning inward and doing what's best for you with integrity 
And then that ripple effect is that I have, the next person has permission to do the same, who then has permission to do the same. And it just keeps going and going. And then that's, I mean, I could go and do the math on that, but that would spread over the world really freaking fast. Yes. Okay. New mission. That's, there it is. (laughs) Hey, you're going to impact the entire planet. Go just love yourself. Got it. Well, I will share my, my word. One of my words of the year this year is flourish Mm -hmm. and it, for me, it's, it's all about embracing the juiciness that I am and being able to share it with the world. That's what it really means. And it does ripple out into every area of life, whether it's, you know, as a wife, as a mom, as a friend, as a business owner, as a, as a coach, you know, on and on and on it goes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you, Amanda, for your time, your energy, your love, your awesomeness, your fucking hot mess experiences, all of it. Thank you for showing up today and being part of this conversation with me and really, uh, giving me a little bit of spark today. And uh, I'm going to go do some fun things this afternoon, which I'm really excited about. So thank you. And thank you to all the listeners, everybody tuning in. I so love and appreciate having you here by all means go to the show notes now and check out Amanda, check out all the things that she's got going on. And I know there's going to be a few little free gifts in there for you, from either myself or her, or both of us, we're going to drop some cool stuff in there. And I hope to amplify a little bit of awesomeness for you today. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. Join Dion again next week to learn more about what you can do to go from hot mess to awesomeness.